What's up, good people, and welcome to the 52 Scott Podcast. I am your host, Comedian96, along with Freddie G, K Money, and Slash. Collectively, we are the mind of men. And welcome to Black Friday. Before we get into our topic for today, I need everybody that's on YouTube to go out and subscribe, click on the like button. If you're on Twitter, follow us at 52 Scott Podcast and on IG and Facebook at the 52 Scott Podcast. Okay, people, and welcome to Black Friday. Today's topic, our black dancers that you you probably already know. Some of these people you already know. Most of these people you probably already know. Uh, the reason for this topic is I want to give a shout out to Bill Cosby. You remember back in the day, y'all, we used to watch the Bill Cosby show? Yes, if y'all remember, his format was always educational, whether it's pregnancy, whether it's uh, 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 animals, paintings, dancers. You remember, that's where I got this topic for. Remember, a challenge. And they was tired. They kept on that old man, kept saying, talent. Mm. I can't remember his name. I, I'm sorry I don't remember because I think he was a dance teacher himself. Uh, so... I thought about that, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna educate us on our black dancers, mm-hmm. and some of these, surprisingly, you may know. So, let's get into it. Top 15 black dancers who changed American dance. So, first one, I heard of this name, but I'm not a hundred percent sure if I have heard of this name. It was Master Juba. Y'all heard of her? Nope. Uh, okay. Mm-mm. I heard of Master P. Does <laughs> 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 uh, it say what type of uh, dance? It says, uh, I'm going to get into it now. It says, and it's so funny, y'all never heard. And it starts off, it's likely many dancers have never heard of Master Juba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very first city. So, okay, that's good. You know, due to uh, the fact that important contributions go sadly hand in hand with performances that reiterate racist stereotyping. So that's probably why, because you know, back in the day we had those, you had all type of musicians. I don't know, remember Seven seven Years a Slave? Remember he was a traveling musician when they called him, whatever. You probably ain't never heard of no musicians like that. So that's probably what they get in that. So Master Juba was number 15. Uh, Master Juba, uh, legal, the, their legal name was William Henry Jane. Uh, they were the first known dancers who was known to combine footwork with traditional African rhythms, leading to the creation of tap dance. So there we go. That is Master Jubas. So now that we went to tap dance, who do y'all think is going to come next at Gregory number 14? Gregory Hines mm-hmm. or Savion Glover. Glover. Let me Let me go back. Master Juba was 1825 and died in 1852. Okay. So I can tell you another one. That Go was ahead. A long time. Uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. You're getting close. Um, Mr. Bojangles mm-hmm. Robinson. Mm-hmm. Close. Okay. <laughs> and that was 1878 to 1949. They died in 1949. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mr. Bojangles. Now I didn't. I I've heard this name. I really honestly don't know too much about any anyone. I want. Know anything about Mr. Bojangles? I mean, if I'm not mistaken, no. he started in a lot of those um, silent, silent films. movies. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 
silent yes. film. Yep, yep. He's the he's the first black solo performer to star in white uh, in the the the, the silent movies. It's called White Vatterville uh, Circuits. You know what? And he headlined. He did that. That's what he did. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the okay money knowing a little yeah, something. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. Congratulated. <laughs> yeah, I see you. I see you. Okay, he did a total of 14 films and six Broadway shows. So, yeah, he was chilling. He was even. You earned that F minus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. Check minus minus. <laughs> That's still an F minus, y'all. <laughs> uh, now, this other one, y'all, I cannot pronounce, and they were 1898 to 1965. Asada Dufara. Never heard of him. No, yeah. So, she was a. Uh, Dance pioneer bringing authentic Western African culture to dance audience in the United States. Uh, another one, this is unheard of at the time, an African dance. Uh, it opened doors to new studies of cultural dances and performances. So she just bought something here, um, something new that we had never heard of. It's probably why we never. Uh, the next one, number 14. No, I'm sorry, not 14. I'm sorry. Number 11 is John Bubbles. Now, John Bubbles looked familiar. Now, this is where they had the blackface and all that. What uh, year is this? What year is this? Uh, uh, 1902 to 1986, though. That's 1986. I mean, to us, that's... 1902 to 1902. 1902. He passed away in 1986. So he was 84. Years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he got a piece of the Bojangles and the... Uh, uh, even Sammy Davis and uh, uh, Gregory Hines. He probably got a piece of all of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, and oh man, yeah. Cause, I think that they got a piece of him. Yeah, Gregory Hines would be after him, right? Yeah, Sammy right, Davis right. would be after <clears throat> him, too. Right, but see, this man here... John Bubbles, he got to tap looking at this with Bojangles Robinson. And then at the same time, Sammy Davis, which is, I think he was in the 50s. And then and then this dude stopped in 86. So if, say if he stopped in the 80s, shoot, I think Gregory Hines was doing it in the 70s, right? Yeah, he was. So he's probably doing it. He's probably the dudes that was doing it. You know, he probably got the best of both, of all worlds. He got all different kind of like Generations in the eighty-six year period. Gotcha. Yeah, so damn, that's awesome. Now that make you think, man. Like, damn, who are the people you gonna work with in your life? Shit, that's awesome. All right, now this next one, and y'all making educate me on this one. Everybody know this: the Josephine Baker. I didn't know she was a dancer. Mm-hmm. The Josephine Baker story. I've I've seen. I've heard that movie. I've heard it. I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Anybody want to weigh in on it? And she was 1906 to 1975. Yeah, I'm familiar with um, the Joe's name, but uh, I can kind of vaguely see her face, actually. But, but yeah, I'm familiar with the name. Not really of the accolades that she's got, but Mm. I know she did something, you know, dance-wise. Yeah. Does it mention the type of dance she did? Um, She was... One for the last dance, she. I see you don't know either, huh? No, it's it it's it's basically saying, I'm I'm telling y'all, the article is making her look like the article. If you read it, it's making her look more like uh uh um I was gonna say Cicely Tyson. Oh my goodness, um uh um 
the the Underground Railroad lady. Harriet Tubman. That's what it's made. I'm going to read it. One of the first black women to leave the mark on the dance world. Josephine Baker, legacy is a synonymous, uh, synonymous with sensational bravery and uninhibited passion. Born in St. Louis, Missouri, Baker grew up with the little with little and quickly developed an independent spirit, learning to provide for herself to make her own way. It has nothing to do with dance so far. This free and bold behavior led her to perform finally across the country with Jones Family Band and, D and Dixie Steptors in 1919. By the time she sashayed onto a Paris stage in, in the 1920s, she was confident in her ability to perform with a comic yet sensual appeal that took Europe by storm. So, does it say how she died? Yeah, so in her lifetime, it said she received approximately 1,500 marriage proposals and countries, gifts, admirers, including luxury cars. On the day of her funeral, more than 20,000 people crowded the streets of Paris to watch the procession on its way to the church. So that's, yeah, she must have been beautiful. Yeah, so it didn't. It, it didn't say how she died. No, it didn't. They just said how many people were there. Not at all. Doesn't say. Um, but it does say that um, Baker fought segregation through organizations like the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP. Uh, the organization actually named May twentieth Josephine Baker Day in the honor of her efforts. So it's not even even really talking about dance with her. So that's really confusing. It talks more about her beauty and and stuff like that. So uh, the next one is Catherine Dunham. I've never heard of her. Uh, she is, she does Af she's women of African American dance. You know they having a lot of those dance things on uh, TikTok that they do, especially after Tyler, when she came up, you know, that water song. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of African dances are coming out of them because yeah. that, that, that I'm noticing now. So there are different types. Uh, and Are you noticing the dancing? Or yeah, the dancers? the dancers are the different types of them. Some of them are, you might think, man, it's raunchy, but that's really how they do. Like, it ain't. Cause I'm like, why are the men doing the same thing and the women doing? But it's just actually a dance, and I, you know, because I'd be like, you shouldn't be doing what a woman do. That's how I feel about dance. I don't know, but you got to think mm. ballet. Men and women do the same thing, so to speak. You know, you ain't finna get twisted up in the air, but you gonna have them leotards on just like that woman. You got niggas out there twerking. And everything, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's a different that's world a, now. <laughs> it's accepted now. I yeah, mean, you know, much. so yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Faryard Nicholas and Harold Nicholas. I guess it's the Nicholas brothers. Yeah. Uh, y'all seen it? Y'all know who that is? Mm -mm. Yeah, they some tap dancers. They some are tap dancers. exactly, exactly right. Um, and uh, one started at eighteen, the other one at eleven, and they did it for a while. Uh, Nineteen twenty-one to two thousand. Uh, one was uh, 1914 to 2006. The mm -hmm. other one, uh, Faryard, 1914 to 2006. And uh, Nicholas, Harold Nicholas, was 1921 to 2000. So, wow, the, young, the oldest one died first. 
The youngest one died first. Oh, okay. Uh, Janet Collins. Now, I've heard of her, but she's because she's in Fort Worth. What did she do? Uh, she was a she was a forerunner for the black female ballet. She was about one of those ballet dancers. She was a ballet dancer. So I remember her because they have a lot of stuff. You know, Dallas, they kind of known for uh, recognizing their people, especially when, you know, it doesn't matter. Color race, they will recognize their people out there. They'll raise up a, a poster or two and keep it there. Um, but Collins began dancing in Los Angeles and eventually relocated to New York. Uh, and then her big debut came in 1949 <clears throat> when she, uh, she had a program at the 92nd Street Y. And um, she did very well. And from there, you know, it, it was history. And in recognition, in recognition of Collins' great work, she re-owned her cousin, uh, Carmen D. Ooh, why do they have to have these long last names? D. Lavaleda. And they started a Janet Collins Fellowship, you know. So you know how you gotta end in the you gotta end with some type of good sportsmanship to show sort of like uh, you know, what was that? Fame when they had a little dance studio, not many people came, but she yeah. came back, you know. And, Debbie Allen, she should be on there. Uh, Seemed like we're I, in this time. Hoping, anyway. I'm hoping, I'm praying it is. She's I, our era. Yeah. You know. Pearl Primus was 1919 to 1994. Uh, I don't know uh, too, I can't get into uh, too much about Pearl Primus, but this one, I've never, most of the names I run across, I know, but uh, she was the grand dame of African-American dance, but she was more of a choreographer, director, yeah. and activist, of, and you know, Pearl Primus. So she would be more like if, like a Debbie Allen. Debbie so that's, yeah, 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 because yeah, exactly. she choreographed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So which is which is to me is better, uh, is because you get to teach. Just say, <laughs> just say you old. You really can't move like you. You know how it's supposed to go, but. And you're a professional at what you do. You could used to do it when you were younger. You can limber or whatever. To me, when you have actually be able to see somebody do it and to step back and say, you know what? I did that. Sort of like you when you make your music. Man, I did that. I think that would feel much better to me as a, as a musician or, or a dancer if I choreographed it, if I put it together mm. and you executed it just like I envisioned yeah. it. I think that feels better than actually being a dancer. Mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. It's the excitement of your your creativity coming to life. Yep. Being yep. brought to life, you know. Oh. <laughs> um, next, we have the Dance Theater of Harlem. And that is 1969 to now, founded in 1969, shortly after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., Dance Theater of Harlem was directed by the first black dancer of New York, Valet, formal principal Arthur Mitchell, which uh, 
was known as the oldest black classical company in continuous existence allowed and encouraged more black ballet dancers to dance professionally. It was, I know that I tried to, I, ballet, I, yeah, because it was hard to get me in tap. They were trying to get me to tap and I kind of thought it was not, I thought it was okay to do for fun, but like to be on tour, I didn't think it was a really manly tap to me. It, it was more, it fails in the lines of ballet, so to speak, to me. Not as bad as ballet, because I ain't got to wear them tights, but I don't know, tap just wasn't a, a, I don't know. I liked it, but I only liked watching it. I, I like tap, know. man. I wish I had um, learned how to do it. I, I, do you have to be light on your feet? Oh, twinkle toes. Twinkle. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be light on your feet on that tap. ballet, yeah, that seemed a little more feminine. <laughs> that was feminine. Now, tap wasn't as feminine. You know, it it, it had a lot of masculinity, if you know how to tap. masculinity in it, actually. You know. Yeah, yeah you know what? When it went towards, when, when Bill came out with the tap on there, and when it was cool, they were tapping on the tables and stuff. No, who? What, what show they did that on? That was on Martin when that dude was tapping on the table. Then I thought it was cool because I was like, okay, it looks more. It didn't look like it did back in the day. Now it looks cool because I'm tearing stuff up and tapping all over the place. I'm okay with that because now I'm tearing some stuff up. Yeah. So. And last, not least, y'all. And this just so happened to be our black fat. You cannot take back. Everybody has heard of this person and this studio. Anybody want to take a guess? The person? Mm-hmm. And, and that, the, studio. the studio and the person has the same name. That's your hint. The studio and the person have the same name. Have the same it's name. Where is the studio located? It is in New York, New York. And the person that I'm referring to is Alvin Ailey. Everybody know who that is. Alvin Ailey Dance Studios in New York, New York. Everybody know Alvin Ailey? I don't know no. who they are. Y'all need to be whooping. He looked just like, it just like, it looked like Muhammad Ali and Arthur Ashe all at the same time. How could y'all not remember? Alvin Ailey was the first, uh, <laughs> y'all crazy. He was the first what? <laughs> Here we go. You know what? He was introduced to dance in Los Angeles by performances of the ballet Russe de Monte Carlo and Catherine Durham Dance Company. He began his formal dance training with a introduction to Lester Horton's classes. Now that brings us to our black fact we can't take back, which is also just happened to be on this list. Alvin Ailey Dance and Alvin Ailey. He was born January 5th, 1931, died December 1st, 1989. Uh, Alvin Ailey was an American dance director and activist who founded the Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater in New York, New York. Right? He, he created this and it was affiliated with the, the Ailey School. It was also, they were. It's a smaller school. It's a center, actually, a dance center, and it was a hazy. It was a haven for nurturing black artists, expressing their universally, uh, universality of the African American experience through dance. So 
different types of dance. That means that that crimp. That, I don't know if y'all remember that that where they be doing that crimping and all that stuff. Whatever dance you have, he it, you brought it all to his studio to do that. So uh, shout out to Alvin Ailey to having an open mind to different dance throughout the world. Peace. This concludes our show for Black Friday, and if you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at 52ScottPodcast, also on Facebook and Instagram at The52ScottPodcast. Also, like and subscribe if you haven't done so on YouTube.